Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Shakespeare was right when he said past this prologue. I've got a video for you we're going to open up the show with today. Taken uh, decades ago of G. Edward Griffin calling it right now how the left was going to change the language to make you believe what's happening isn't really happening. Watch it. I'm also going to dismantle all again of the coronavirus hysteria, which continues totally detached from science and the real world, completely detached. It's all political now. I'm very sorry to tell you that. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data, it's your business. Protect it. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. But before we do, Producer Joe, it is Friday. So uh, in your speaking of decades ago, in your worst 1960s game show voice, please uh, welcome the audience here, my friend. It's Friday. <laughs> you got it. We always like I'm Friday. Man. Friday's quite a busy day for me. Oh. Got a lot going on on Friday, but that's okay. And just a quick reminder, my Fox show tomorrow night, unfiltered, 10 o'clock. I've got Michael Anton, who predicted in his piece, what the left was going to do to mess with the 2020 election, his piece, The Coming Coup, had him on my radio shows. He will be on my Fox show this weekend, and we will talk about his celebration parallax, how the left always tells you, no, that's not happening, and then says, but it's great that it is. Don't miss it. I got Adam Carolla as well. Check this out. This woke culture, the diversity, the racism cries, the gender, this is us fighting ourselves the russians and the and the chinese must be delighted all right don't miss it saturday at 10 charlie kirk will be on as well it's going to be uh, i think our best show yet i hope knock on wood uh the one quick note at the end of the show today as well we'll be doing questions for the first time ever you go to my Rumble account, submit questions. We've been taking the questions. Guy puts them together. I got four or five questions from the audience at the end of the show. They're pretty good ones. Don't miss them. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You ever stop to wonder why internet access is so much cheaper these days, like 30, 40 bucks a month? It's because ISPs, internet service providers, they're selling you, okay? They're not just making money off subscription fees. They're spying on your internet activity, selling your history to big tech companies. So what's the best way to make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted and that your ISP, they can't get a hold of it? ExpressVPN, that's right. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between all your devices and the internet so that everything you do online is encrypted. It reroutes your connection through a secure server. It blocks your ISP from seeing everything you do online. All they can do is see you're connected to an ExpressVPN server, but nothing beyond that. It's not just for your phone or computer. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, tablets, smart TVs, even your router. So your whole family's protected. I can't stress how important this is enough. I actually, it actually tricked me once. I, I got a, a new login from Houston, Texas on the air. Remember that? That was my wife. It was ExpressVPN rerouting my connection. Genius. It's simple to use. Just open up the app, tap one button. You're connected. That's it. Your data. It's your business. Protect it today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months of ExpressVPN protection for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. ExpressVPN. Dot com slash Bongino go today. All right, let's go. All right. That Friday's show after his uh, big, bold entrance to the show is usually a little muted, burned a lot of gas out of the gas tank, but that's okay. That's okay. So Shakespeare was right past his prologue. I want you to listen to G. Edward Griffin decades ago in black and white explain how the left's game plan here is to do things 
burn cities down, implement Marxism and socialism, and then explain to people, like Michael Anton says in his, in his celebration parallax, how the left, they, they tell you they want to do things. We then highlight that they want to do it. They call us conspiracy theorists and then celebrate the fact that what they said they were going to do got done. He, he frames it up as, that's not happening, but it's great that it is. That's the left's line. Check this out. Here's G. Edward Griffin talking about how the left's going to change the language. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. Uh, kind of remind you of something we showed you earlier in the week from our now silver medalist in the dopey talking head Olympics, Joy Reid. Here's her Twitter account. If you're constantly yelling Antifa, which literally is short for anti-fascist, ding, 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 you might be the fascist they're focused on. Just the thought. It's incredible how these idiots like Joy Reid fall into the trap every single time. Every single time. Right in. The past is prologue. G. Edward Griffin calling it decades ago about how dunces like Joy Reid would use the language of the anti-fascist to implement fascist-type tactics that Antifa uses. Incredible. Incredible. Right in the trap every single time. You just have to know what the trap is. You have to be able to see it. That way you can avoid it while they fall right in. They love word games. They love doing it, as G. Edward Griffin said. That's what the left does. And that's why this Michael Anton piece, when we do it on my Fox show this weekend, is so important. We have to learn to recognize the word games, the euphemism traps. This is the way to win against them. The left are experts at propaganda. They do it. As Griffin said, they repeat it over and over and over again. No, no, we're Antifa. We're anti-fascist, anti-fascist. They're the actual fascists. They think by repeating it that they're going to tattoo it on your brain and you'll believe it. And they're not wrong. Some people actually believe that the anti-First Amendment terrorist group known as Antifa is an anti-fascist group, which is laughable on its face. It's gaslighting. Repeat a lie, repeat it confidently, repeat it over and over and isolate people from the truth. When you recognize it, you won't fall in the trap. They play word games all the time. That's what they do. Anton has is, is exposed this. And again, his celebration parallax, look it up. How the left, when we call them out on stuff, they call us conspiracy theorists for what they say they're going to do. And then they do it and celebrate it. Again, in other words, that's not happening, but it's great that it is. Here's another one showing you about how the celebration parallax and how these word games and how Griffin was right. Look at this story at the Daily Wire. The same Democrats who told us CRT, critical race theory, that's not being taught in schools, are literally putting out PowerPoints on how to implement critical race theory in schools. In the show notes today, Chrissy Clark, Daily Wire. Fairfax School District sends educators a PowerPoint on how to implement critical race theory in the classroom. What else? need to see what else do you need to see democrats we're not teaching crt in schools this is just some law school thing a couple of people heard about fairfax county school there hey here's a powerpoint how to implement crt in schools celebration parallax that's not happening but it's great that it is crt isn't happening but it's great that it is here's a powerpoint 
You see how they just changed the language? And then they'll say the PowerPoint isn't about CRT. The big No, no, it's about anti-racist training. Oh, sound exactly like what Griffin just said? How the Marxists and the socialists take the language of people that have what he saw as a bad smell, a racist, right? Quote, the bad smell, and nobody likes a racist. So just take that language like Antifa does. Fascist, that is a bad smell. Well, we're anti-fascist, even though they're the fascists. The racists, the CRT theorists who push racism, judging people by their skin color, the white oppressor, take the language of the people with the bad smell, right? The racist, nobody likes that, it smells bad. And then just claim you're the anti-racist. Oh, sounds like what they're doing now, right? It's not CRT, it's anti-racist training. Just like you're anti-fascist and Antifa as you beat people and burn their buildings down. Did Griffin call it or did Griffin call it? You just have to learn to avoid the trap. Once you recognize the trap, you let them fall in and we expose it every time. Here's another one. Celebration parallax. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. Remember the Democrats a few weeks ago? We're not defunding the police. You crazy Republican conspiracy theorists are. These same Democrats saying they're not defunding the police appear in this headline in just the news. Blue extinction. Minneapolis City Council advances plan to replace the police to amend its charter and replace the police department with a new public safety engine. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. It's happening right now. Right in front of your face, it's happening. Right in front of your face. Happening right now. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. By the way, their mission's been accomplished through CRT, critical race theory. Had to producer Jim sent this over. Here's a Gallup poll. I want you to notice something in this Gallup poll. Here's how race relations in the United States, which were going quite well from about 2000 to 2013, upwards of 72% of people at a peak said that race relations in the United States between black and white Americans were, quote, very or somewhat good. 72%. All right, that's not bad. It's not as good as it could be. It should be higher. But And then in 2013... Uh, during the Obama administration, we had a notable, uh, if you watch, you'll see on the graph, if you're watching the show on Rumble, you'll see that the graph starts to go down. 70, 60, 58, 57, 56, all the way down to 53% of Americans that thought race relations were uh, good or somewhat very good. And the number that goes up is people who think race relations are, quote, somewhat or very bad. That goes from 30 to 53 during Obama. Because leftists love racial division. Please explain to me again, leftists listening to the show. I'd love to hear it. Your explanation of why race hustlers like Obama, Biden, and the other crew are the CRT race hustlers. Please explain to me again how the race hustlers are doing their job. Hey, go back to that a second. I just want to put that back up on the screen for a minute. I just want you to explain to me again how these race hustlers have improved race relations in the country when they got in charge, when they were in charge, Obama, race relations got significantly worse. And now, if you'll notice, too, Biden's in office now in 2021. What's happening? Race relations are getting even worse again. You don't find it a little odd. You can dump that now. That the party of so-called tolerance, every time they're in charge, when you poll people about if race relations are getting better, they get significantly worse. I'll, I'll let you stew on that for a minute. Yeah, the verdict is in. You're all full of crap on the left. You're the tolerance people then how come every time the tolerance people get in charge, intolerance increases? Can you explain that to me? Can we go back to the money ball theory, please, folks? If they're good hitters, why don't they hit good? 
If these are the party of, ra- if, if the Democrats are legitimately the party of racial tolerance, how come intolerance is perceived to be higher when Democrats are in charge? Anyone? Anyone? They, of course they want you scared. It's their fear campaign. And it's working. Mission accomplished, Democrats. It's not, it shouldn't be a shocker to anyone that when CRT race hustlers Disgusting racist race hustlers who promote CRT, critical racism theory, which is racist to the core. You're a bigot if you support it and a hard one. It shouldn't surprise anyone when you promote a theory that tells people to judge each other solely by the color of their skin and to call them names, pejoratives, nasty insults, that race relations get worse. That shouldn't surprise anyone. Liberals are scratching their heads right now and wondering, how come every time we're in charge, race relations get worse? Because you're racist. Because you're bigots. I know it's hard to hear. Again, the clawing, the screaming, the pink hats, the yelling at the sky's begun because you hate your life. You hate everything about your life. You hate who you are because everything you tell yourself when you look in your, you know, your mirror in your beautiful mansion home as you scream about the rich, everything you tell yourself about yourself is a lie. You claim to be the party of unity and tolerance and coexistence when you're actually a hardcore bigot promoting racism and making the country worse off every time you're in charge. I know that's hard to hear, but it's true. Suck it up, buttercup. You love fear. Fear is your drug. It's your meth, man. It's your crack. It's your heroin. You can't get enough of it. You're addicted. You love fear. Make people fear one another based on their skin color. Fear one another based on their class. We're not a class society. We don't have a caste system here, but you want people to believe that because you love fear and hatred. It's what you use to get elected and to drive your power agenda. You need power. You seek power. You won't relinquish power. That's what liberalism is all about. Conservatism is about empowering individuals and disempowering everyone else. Entities that can, that can tell you what to do, basically, unless you violate the rights and civil liberties of someone else. They love fear. And one of the main tools they've used to drive their fear power agenda, because it's the same thing, has not just been racism and CRT, where they're increasing racial, hate, racial hatred in this country because they are bigots. They've used the coronavirus as well, and I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of it. Folks, I had Dr. Marty Macari on my radio show yesterday, what I think was one of the best interviews we've done in a long time. Because of him, not me. It's not self-praise. It's praise for him. I said to him in the beginning, can you please, I'm begging you, Doc, can you just give us the facts on the Delta variant, the vaccines? I'm just interested in the facts. Do these vaccines work? Do they not work as well as they said? Is the Delta variant going to kill us all? Is the Delta variant a danger to kids? What are the numbers? I just wanted the facts. This has become so politicized that it's hard to remove people's uh, heads from their rumps and get them to think straight. They are using fear. And the liberals, by using fear, are obsessed with two things because these two things promote fear and chaos. They love fear. It's their currency. Liberals have become obsessed, and I'll show you throughout this segment, with masks and lockdowns to the detriment of real solutions. Do you understand the the concept of the opportunity cost? I love economics. It's my passion. It's going to relate to this in a minute. Why the liberals' insane obsession with promoting fear through masks, because you can see the masks, so it makes people scared. It reminds people we're in a pandemic. That's why they love masks. Make no mistake. They don't actually believe it's going to stop the pandemic. So please stop the nonsense. And they love lockdowns, again, because it's another visual reminder that you're in a pandemic so you can forfeit your civil liberties to them. They look around, you see empty streets, closed businesses. It's a reminder that you need liberals and you need government to save you. They love fear. But their obsession with masks and lockdowns 
has has uh, has caused them to to stop looking at real solutions. That's the concept of the opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is this: let's say you you own a bagel store, right? You own a bagel store in Queens. It was a great one where I lived. And the manager of the bagel store can do everything in the store better than everyone else. He can bake the bagels. He can run the register. He can slice the the deli cold cuts. He can make the egg sandwiches. Look at this Cleveland baseball team changing their name to the Guardians. This is insane. Speaking, we live in like crazy time. We li- I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be distracted. Just broke. We live in like crazy town. This is insane. These, we live in crazy town. They're the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins. I'm very sorry. Fear. Sit. Fear all the time. All the time. But say the guy in the bagel store can do everything better than everyone else. That doesn't mean he should. If he spends his time in the least value-added activity in the back, like moving the bagels into the boiler and doesn't spend his time up front running the business, the business is going to collapse. But you may say to yourself, but he can do that better than everyone else. He can move the bagels into the boiler better than anyone else can do it. Yeah, but that's not the point. It's the lost opportunity of him being up front managing the business is going to cost him. It's the difference between an economic benefit and a financial one. My wife is a hugely talented web designer. Incredibly talented, skilled like you wouldn't believe. So I could say that, yes, there's a financial benefit by her working in a fast food joint and, you know, and uh, whatever for minimum wage. Yes, she's making money. She's making $100 a week. It's a financial benefit, right? But there's an opportunity cost because she's foregone a greater opportunity to design websites for six-figure salaries. She's lost economically. There's not, they're not the same thing. That's the problem right now. The Democrats spending all their time on masks and lockdowns, money and other assets are being diverted away from ways to actually stop this pandemic. This fear campaign is costing lives. I can prove it to you, and I will right here. Look at this Wall Street Journal article. A tale of two recoveries. Why the jobless rate is so much higher in Democrat-run states. Folks, the Democrats have destroyed your livelihood. Here are the numbers right here. The lowest states for unemployment right now in America are all governed by Republicans. New Hampshire, Idaho, uh, Vermont, Alabama, Montana, Oklahoma, Utah, Nebraska, South Dakota. The states with the highest unemployment are all run by Democrats. Connecticut, New Mexico, Nevada, California, Hawaii, New York, New Jersey, and Illinois. You think this is a coincidence? These people and their relentless focus with an enormous opportunity cost on masks and lockdowns have cost you everything, everything. They are bankrupting you. They are causing psychological and social and education problems with your kids. These people don't care. They have a fear agenda. It is fear at all costs all the time. I got more on this in a minute. Again, their obsession with masks and lockdowns and how it's costing us real time and real solutions. This is extremely important. You get to my second sponsor. I always appreciate my sponsors being here and your patience. Thank you very much. It means a lot. Hey, if you're a listener, my show, you know I've suffered from poor quality sleep forever. Got myself a good mattress, put on some blackout shades, and I kind of fixed it a little bit. One of the things that's helped me the most are these Blue Blocks glasses. These are actually mine right here. These are Sleep Plus. They block, they block blue light at night. They help me sleep so much better. I can show you on my Aura app. I'm not kidding. My deep sleep has gone through the roof. Blue Blocks offers three options, blue light computer glasses and the summer glow blue light glasses to wear during the day when you're working behind screens. And my favorite, the Sleep Plus glasses. I wear them two, three hours before bed. It helps create more of those sleep hormones. It blocks the blue light that prevents those sleep hormones. 
It works fantastic. They're amazing. I can't say enough about them. The glasses come in non-prescription uh, prescription and reading options. Don't settle for cheap pairs that don't work. These are worth the money. Blue Blocks is made in quality optics laboratories in Australia. They're not mass-produced in factories in Asia. They have stylish frames with science-backed technology. Blue Blocks analyzes light and only filters the damaging wavelengths that, uh, that can be a detriment to your healthiest self. They filter 100% of UV light. Since wearing the Sleep Plus blue light blocking glasses from Blue Blocks, my sleep has been amazing. I'm sleeping longer and deeper. That's important. You need both of those things and feeling better the next day. Glasses, again, come in non-prescription, prescription, and reading options. Styles for everyone. You can try them on in the app. It's pretty cool, virtually. Find glasses for every need. Blue light is helping with the digital eye strain, a summer glow for helping with low mood and migraines, and Sleep Plus, my personal favorites, for improving your sleep. Blue Blocks has other amazing products, such as low light, uh, Low blue light bulbs, red light therapy devices, and 100% blackout sleep masks, all backed by science. They ship worldwide in rapid time, easy returns and exchanges too. How do you get them? Go to blueblocks.com slash Bongino and use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to save 15%. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash Bongino. Blueblocks.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino and save 15%. Check them out. You won't regret it. So again, their obsession with masks and lockdowns are creating enormous losses because we're not doing other stuff while they pump political nonsense up America's collective rump here. Showing you again how their obsession is costing you real lives, showed you the recoveries, how the recoveries have been great in Republican states, terrible in Democrat states. Here's a, here's a tweet I saw yesterday from a Michael Singer. He talks about how the Dutch government conducted a cost-benefit analysis back in March of 2020. Listen to this. Want to toast your muffins here? They concluded that health damage from lockdowns would health damage, health damage, not economic damage, which was worse. I just covered that. Health damage from lockdowns would be six times greater than the benefit. They ignored it because they thought society wouldn't accept the optics of an elderly person unable to get an ICU bed. Do you see how these people don't have an ounce of cojones? They don't have an ounce of guts in them. They make purely political decisions, not based on any data. They bankrupted your business, and at least with the Dutch government, according to this story, they knew the health damage to you from this data, their data, not mine, would be six times worse on lockdowns. And they did it anyway, because they were afraid of the political fallout. My gosh. Can you imagine this telling you again, who are the most dangerous people in the world? The stupid, smart people, the people who pretend to be smart, but do really stupid things. They're the most dangerous people in the world. The most, the stupid, stupid people recognize their limits and don't do dumb stuff. What did Buck, William F. Buckley say? I'd rather be led by, uh, you know, the first hundred names in the phone book than the graduated class at Harvard or something. It proves his point every time. Stupid, smart people have destroyed the world. Destroyed your economy, destroyed your health. They don't care. They make easy political decisions. That's why you need to get away from these lunatics. At any, any opportunity you have to escape the, 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 uh, the gravitational pull of liberal stupidity, please do it. Love affair with masks and lockdowns. They know they don't work. They don't care. Not only they don't, they don't work, they're causing people harm in the, many of these cases, especially with the lockdowns, and they don't care. Australia is effectively a prison colony right now. They don't care that they don't work. They don't care, not even a little bit. 
Here, showing you again, all they want to talk about is masks. Why? Because like lockdowns, they promote fear. We are visual creatures. We can smell, we can hear, but we're largely visual. We're not bats. We're not dogs that smell the world. We are visual eyeballs. I'm watching you, Fokker, remember? <laughs> Dope Robert De Niro. Watching you. CNN cannot get over their obsessions with the face diapers because they need you scared all the time. All the time. They want you scared all the time. They can't get over it. They have no evidence whatsoever that these masks have stopped the pandemic. Whether they're marginally beneficial or not is open for your interpretation. There's data either way. That they have stopped the pandemic is completely false. And they're in love with them. Forget about focusing on on potential hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, uh, whatever it may be, remdesivir, any of the possible treatments for this drug, monoclonal antibodies. Let's not. Let's focus exclusively on this one thing that has re- absolutely done nothing to stop the pandemic. The pandemic continues to happen wherever you have these mask mandates, and they continue because it's the face diaper and it's a visual sign of fear they need. Here, here's the worst. A medical a doctor, a correspondent, whatever you were talking head in America right now. Leanna went on CNN, making her, I think, third or fourth appearance on the show. Again, her obsession with the face diaper is, is beyond creepy at this point. Check this out. If you're going to the grocery store and the grocery store doesn't have the capacity to enforce a, some kind of proof of vaccination, then they have to say that indoor masking needs to apply mm. because we don't know who's vaccinated and who's not. The same thing for schools. Schools, you can't expect the teacher in every school to be asking, well, you're not wearing a mask, so are you vaccinated or not? And so if that's the case, everybody should be wearing masks. But I could imagine there are already concert venues or workplaces that are saying right. if you are not vaccinated you're, you can't come or you have to get a negative test and that's what's needed in order to really mm-hmm. incentivize vaccines at this point you understand how these people this is what the, you see the everything is about her forcing you to do something by the way she's proud of that that's on her social media feed she's not embarrassed at all you understand everything is about them forcing the power curve goes in one direction she wants to force you to wear masks and force you to get a vaccine because she thinks you're too stupid. This is the stupid, smart person I've been warning you about. She thinks you're too dumb to do the risk calculus on the vaccine yourself. And she thinks you're too stupid to figure out if a mask can work. She's figured it out. Planned Parenthood lady. She's figured it out. You see how they need the fear? They need to jam the fear down your throats. They have to tell you what to do all the time because they think you're too stupid to figure it out on your own. More from CNN. Another doctor obsessed with the face diaper. Again, they're not spending time on CNN talking about the, the drugs and treatments I told you about before. Antibodies, hydroxychloroquine, none of that stuff. They're spending all their time on the visual fear of the face diaper because they love it. Here, CNN, again, obsessed with masks and forcing you to wear them. Check this out. Every kid going to school should be masked, uh, vaccinated or not. And I know this is this angers uh, people who have uh, been vaccinated but we need to protect uh, everyone, and we really can't tell who's been vaccinated and who hasn't. I think every kid going to school should have a mask on to protect e- those who just have chosen not to be vaccinated and those who can't be. They, they can't stop. They can't stop. They are obsessed with putting a face diaper on your kid. They cannot stop. They can't stop. Everything is them telling you what to do, making demands, taking away your personal freedom, 
taking away your ability to do your own homework and decide what's best for your kids and you. Everything is about fear, 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 masks, lockdowns, masks, lockdowns, masks, lockdowns. That's all they want to talk about all the time. Thank God we have some sane people out there, notably the best governor in the country. Ron DeSantis strikes again. Thank God for Ron DeSantis, a voice of reason in an increasingly crazy world that does not understand the idea of opportunity costs. Here's Ron DeSantis speaking out against the proposed, uh, or maybe soon to be proposed, hasn't been exactly proposed yet to be precise. But what's likely to happen is the White House is going to put out some guidance on these masks in conjunction with the CDC and demand your kids be put in face diapers again. DeSantis is like, no, no, we're not having that in Florida. Check this out. We look forward to this upcoming year uh, to be a, a normal school year, uh, be in person and, and, and live like normal and, and learn like normal kids. Uh, there's been talk about potentially people advocating at the federal level imposing compulsory masks on kids. Uh, we, we're not doing that in Florida, okay? We need our kids to breathe. Thank God for Ron DeSantis. What would the country do without this guy right now? Seriously, we would be lost. He has led the way. And it's not just his effect in Florida. The DeSantis effect has gone around the country. As other governors who haven't had the guts, and you know who I'm talking about, Republican governors, they haven't had the guts to be leaders. They've waited for DeSantis to do something. And then because they want to run for president themselves, they then do it after DeSantis and act like they're superheroes. No. No, no, no. Not having any of that. Now, of course, the media and Jen Psaki, you know, they're the same. Jen Psaki is the media. The media is Jen Psaki. They're both a symbiote of the Democrat gaslighting machine G. Edward Griffin talked about in the beginning of the show. The media and Jen Psaki had to immediately come to the rescue and attack Ron DeSantis because he's speaking common sense. Parents will figure out for themselves what to do with their kids. If they want their kids vaccinated, if they want their kids in a mask, that's their job. It's not the government. We're not asking you idiots. You have mismanaged this thing from the start. You dunces. You have bankrupted people. You've gotten people killed. You have lied to people over and over. Nobody trusts you anymore. We don't trust big tech. We don't trust social media. You have lied over and over. We'll figure it out. Get out of the way, you idiots. Here's the media machine back again to attack DeSantis, the one guy who got it right, and Peppermint Patty, the symbiote media, Saki media symbiote, right to the rescue. Check this out. And, uh, Florida Governor DeSantis was talking about mask mandates for kids uh, earlier this morning, and he said, we're not doing that in Florida. We need our kids to breathe. We need our kids to be able to be kids. He said it's terribly uncomfortable for them to do it. That obviously goes against the CDC guidance mm -hmm. for kids under 12 who aren't vaccinated and what the president said last night. Is that putting kids in Florida at risk? Well, as a parent myself, and I know you are one, if I were a parent in Florida, that would be greatly concerning to me uh, because kids under the age of 12 are not vaccinated. They're not eligible yet. Thank God you are not a parent in Florida. Please, I'm begging you, Saki. Peppermint Patty, do not come down here. It's a free world. I can't tell you what to do. Please, I'm begging you, don't come down here. Please stay with your face diaper, your kids in face diapers, your family in face diapers, and your fear bubble screaming into your house in a permanent lockdown up in whatever bubble you want to live in. D.C., Northern Virginia, you do you. Please don't come down here with the free people where we enjoy our lives and take proper risk mitigation. Please 
get the hell out. Don't come down here. We don't want you down here. Please, thank God you were not a parent in Florida, you lying fraud. You have no evidence whatsoever. Kids in masks are at lower risk than kids without it. You have none, no evidence at all of that. None. Marty Makari at Johns Hopkins did a study on this and found the mortality rate of kids with coronavirus without comorbidities was zero. Zero. You dunce. Peppermint Patty, man, the fear machine. Media had to run to the rescue there. I got more on the mask fail in a minute in India where the data now is pretty clear. Data. I thought we were doing data. Of course not. We're, the leftists don't do data. They do uh, hyperbole and fear. Let me get to my third sponsor, and I'll get to that. Again, appreciate your patience. They want to talk to you, our sponsors. They pay for the show, so thank you very much. Hey, for the first time ever, get 50% off your first online GenuCell order. Get it today during the summer blowout sale. That's right. Get up to 50% off packages, including GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness and GenuCell's eyelid lift. If you order now, you can also get their customer favorite vitamin C deep firming serum free at checkout. Your skin will be smooth as silk and free from redness and dark marks right before your eyes. Here's Mary from Reno. She says she's been using GenuCell for a while. It's perfect for my sensitive skin. The products hydrate and bathe my skin completely. She says I'm blemish-free, so much so I don't need any face makeup. I look at pictures of myself 15 years ago, and there's barely any change in my skin. It's truly amazing. Get 50% off your first order today, online orders only, plus GenuCell's Deep Firming Serum, also free. How do you get it? Go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, and enter my code, Dan40, that's Dan40, checkout, and you'll get an extra $40 off. It's a good deal. Results guaranteed or 100% of your money back. Go to GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com, that's GenuCell.com, promo code Dan40 at checkout. Thanks, GenuCell, we appreciate it. Again, back to my segment here. Liberals are obsessed with fear. They're through fear, they're using masks and lockdowns because you can see the lockdowns and see the mask, and that's their tool. So what do they do? They discuss nothing else other than their obsession with masks and lockdowns, despite no evidence he's work. More proof here. Read this. This is a fantastic, fantastic. Is that French? I don't know. Fantastic. I don't speak French. I speak a little bit of Spanish. Is uh-huh. ba- what is it in Spanish? It is? Guy speaks yeah. like 72 languages. Guy's like C-3PO. He does. He can translate 7 million languages. The guy's amazing. What do you mean? Seriously, he speaks so many languages. Every time I need to hear, I'm like, hey, Guy, is that right? Fantastic. Fantastic. This article is a must read by Daniel Horowitz in The Blaze. It's in my newsletter. If you go to bongino.com slash newsletter and click sign up, you can read these articles every day. It says, headline, data from India continues to blow up the Delta fear narrative. This article's long. I could have put 100 screenshots. I'm going to pick one of the better ones because it discusses a lot of things how the population of India may have reached herd immunity despite, what, 6% vaccination rate? 6% vaccination rate because the Delta virus created some, some form of natural immunity, and now the peak in India is gone. But remember India? Do you remember the stories in the Wall Street Journal and elsewhere where India was celebrated as a success story, claiming that mass masking, universal masking in India had stopped the spread of the virus? Yeah, that was before the virus erupted in India. So Horowitz, you know, data, we're doing data, gives you the data from India, which is fascinating, and you should read it. He says the Indian Council of Medical Research conducted a fourth nationwide serological test, and they found that 67.6% of those over six years 
over six years old in June and July had antibodies, including 85% of healthcare workers. It's a sharp increase from 24% level detected during the December-January study. What they conclude definitively is that the strict mask wearing, especially amongst healthcare workers, failed to stop the spread one bit. Again, are we doing data? 85% of healthcare workers had antibodies. They were all masked. Yet now they've achieved herd immunity and burned out the virus with just 3% vaccination, now up to 6%, with roughly one-sixth the death rate of the U.S. and the U.K. and less than half that of Israel. Folks, are we doing data? Are we, are we doing data or not? Again, they are obsessed with masks and lockdowns. Why am I being repetitive here? So you don't forget it. They will not stop. They will not talk about hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, monoclonal antibodies, Nothing. All they want to talk about is masks, despite no evidence to stop the pandemic. None. They keep lying to you because they need you scared. Keeping you scared is their only focus. They don't want to focus on other things. What are the ones other things? We want to see a very disturbing social media thread from a guy named Jeremy Carl. Read this sucker. So this guy's got sources. So while the left pumps masks and lockdowns up your rumps, right? Here's what's actually going on. A guy told Jeremy Carl this. He says he's a former uh, senior U.S. civil servant. He's not a political or alarmist guy. He's one of his sources. He said that he took a flight to Dallas and about 50 illegal immigrants, mostly from Guatemala, were on the flight. Listen to this one. Many were displaying obvious possible COVID symptoms. Most were either not wearing masks or wearing them incorrectly. A friend of his who speaks Spanish and spoke with several of them said they were being sent to different destinations throughout the U.S. All this courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer. He says his not very politically savvy friend was incredibly disturbed by what he saw. You see how the masks and the lockdowns keep you afraid but keep you distracted? You see that? So they never have to talk about the real issues like the illegal invasion going on in the southern border right now, many people whom are infected, obviously, with the coronavirus. They're worried about the coronavirus, keeping your kids out of school, putting a face diaper on your kid, locking down your economy, despite understanding that the health effects are far worse from the lockdowns, while they open the southern border to a mass invasion of people in the country illegally who may, in fact, be infected, many of them, with coronavirus. You notice how they don't care? You notice how they don't care? Again, the celebration parallax by Michael Anton. That's not happening. We don't have open borders. And then they celebrate the open borders in the very next sentence. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. Why do they want to keep you scared all the time? Again, they don't just want to distract you from the legal immigration crisis. They also want to make sure that they keep your kids out of school so they can bargain for more money and don't have to go to work. The teachers unions. Oh, yep, that's true. Not a knock on teachers, but their unions are a disgrace and a stain on this country. They hate your kids. I'm sorry to have to inform you, but they do. Here's a survey that was sent out from a caucus inside a teacher's union in New York. They sent out a survey. Why we must not return until it's safe. Legal remedy interest form. They're looking at legal remedies to never teaching your kids in New York again. Notice how the questionnaire has no options for returning. Option one, I don't feel safe to teach face-to-face. Option two, I don't feel safe teaching face-to-face in full classes. Option three, I believe it is both unsafe to return to school buildings for in-person instruction. (laughs) There's no option to go back. These teachers unions hate your kids. They hate your kids. 
They don't want anything to do with the illegal border crisis going on at this outside of promoting it, despite coronavirus flooding into the country right now. No, they can stop that tomorrow. They want to stick your kids in face diapers despite no evidence it stopped this pandemic at all. None. Let me leave you with this segment with a little bit of good news. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who I, candidly, I don't trust as far as I can throw him, but Gottlieb was on CNBC and was talking about how, and I had said this before on the show, I think it was on the radio show, how this Delta variant spread likely spiked because there were some people who didn't have antibodies, whether through they didn't have a natural infection, they didn't have a vaccine or whatever it was, that some of these people likely got together on July 4th. I had said there was going to be a spike. There was a spike. And now that spike is going down because now people who are infected are going to recover and are going to have antibodies. It's not hard. It's called science. It's not difficult to figure out. Well, here's Scott Gottlieb. He's a medical doctor. Again, I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but he brings up a point which is kind of surprises the CNBC host because I, th- I think he wants to engage in the ongoing fear campaign too. He says, listen, this Delta variant, we may be at the end of this thing right now. Check this out. I happen to believe that we're further into this Delta wave right. than we're measuring. So th- this may be over sooner than we think, but right. we don't really know because we're not, we're not t- doing a lot of testing now either. Even though testing is widely available, more of the testing is at-home testing with Binax now and things like that. Right. Vaccinated people who get infected aren't presenting for testing. And a lot of the young and healthy people who are the ones who are predominantly being infected right now also aren't presenting for testing. There you go, folks. He believes, in other words, that you know, more people may be, have been infected than showed up in tasks. Therefore, we may be at the end of this thing. This virus has surprised us before. I'm not predicting it. I'm just telling you that as more people get infected, they're going to develop antibodies. Whether naturally or through vaccination, there's going to be fewer people to infect. Kind of like the Blaze article from Dan Horowitz about what's happening in India right now. Boom, hit a peak, right back down after the 14 days. It's the way it's been working everywhere around the world. That's just the way it works. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And then quick segment and then questions from Rumble. Your questions. We haven't done this before. I hope you like it. You submitted some good questions. So, hey, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. Magic Spoon, they have zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. What it's not free of is taste. The stuff's delicious. I love cereal growing up. I really missed it. And now I'm back with Magic Spoon. My kids love it. They eat all of it. They, the only thing is they leave me with empty boxes. I have one of them uh, right here. You can build your own box. They have delicious flavors. Build your own custom-made bundle. You pick cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Magic Spoon is good, good for you, healthy, and delicious. Tastes amazing. It's like the cereal from your childhood, but it's made of the good stuff, not the bad stuff. It's delicious, super healthy, brings joy to your mornings, afternoons, or me at night on Fridays when I get a little bit of a sweet tooth. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout. Save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon so confident in their product. It's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. You don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal finally at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use the code Bongino to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon. I appreciate it. All right. 
Just quickly, people are waking up, folks. I don't want you to leave on Friday in a dour, sour, macabre note. Oh, my gosh, the world's going to collapse. not because we're going to fix it. God won't let this country collapse. He just needs to marshal his foot soldiers, you all, the patriots out there, to fix it. You just need to get back in the fight, or if you've been in the fight, to stay in the fight. Governor Newsom may be in a little bit of trouble in California. Polling shows that 58% of Californians think it's time for someone new. Wall Street Journal, Governor Newsom faces new California recall threats. The polling shows a tighter contest than people may think. Got some good candidates out there. See if Newsom pulls it out. Second, some more good news. My friend, the great one, they call him the great one for a reason, because he is great. He is the new leader of the conservative movement in the absence of Rush Limbaugh, who is an icon and can never, ever be replaced. If I read one more tweet about the radio show, uh, you know, yeah, we like Dan on the radio, but, uh, you know, he's no Rush Limbaugh. You are right. I will never, ever, ever be Rush Limbaugh. Ever. Ever. And neither will anyone else. The man was an icon. He's the greatest ever. There will never, ever be a replacement for Rush Limbaugh. I can only do me. That's it. But I'll tell you who has taken the mantle, and that is Mark Levin. His book has exploded, exploded across America. His book, American Marxism, I had him on my radio show Monday, sold an astonishing 400,000 copies in his first week. Folks, I've written a lot of books. I want you to put this in perspective. What was the best one we had, the highest peak? We were the number two book on Amazon with the, my book Exonerated, which ironically I did on Mark's show, Life, Liberty, and Levin. That book was number two on Amazon. It was the second best-selling book in America that week. We sold 30,000 copies, which I, for me was a huge success. Levin sold 400,000 in less than a week. Ten times that. I mean, he's not in, in the running for the number one book of the week. He may be in the running right now for the number one book of the year because Americans want to learn about what's going on. I'm telling you, it's his best book yet, American Marxism. If you haven't picked it up, do it like yesterday. It's that good. All right, time for Rumble questions. Hey, a quick thank you um, to everyone who supports Rumble. It is the free speech alternative to YouTube. My shows are on there. They go up way before YouTube. Rumble.com slash Bongino is my channel. We're closing in on 2 million subscribers there. It's free. It's, there's no cost to it. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Uh, we are up 256% at Rumble. Thank you to the website, The Writing, that covered that. It's amazing because most conservative websites, ironically, even including my own website, are down. Not Rumble. It's up 256%. So on our Rumble account, if you want to submit questions for next Friday, we'll do this on Friday, uh, last 10 minutes of the show. We'll call them Hey Dan questions. Gee's kind enough to put together this little uh, good-looking uh, thing here. Well done on the visuals there, Gee. And Gee's going to pick questions. So we had, what, one, two, three, four, five questions we picked for today's show from my Rumble account. Again, rumble.com slash Bongino is how you do it. So here's the first question. Uh, Loziris, forgive me if I'm saying your name right, or wrong, excuse me. He says, is there anything we can do to stop these tyrannical mass mandates in our public schools? My daughter's first year of school, she had indoor wearing the face diaper. <laughs> It's definitely a listener for the entire year. I'm losing my freaking mind. Yes, you are, uh, Lozyrus. So am I. Yes, there is something you can do. You have school board meetings. Find out where they are. Find out where they are, when they are. Get on your Facebook, your Parler, your Getter, your Cloud Hub, your Gab, 
whatever it may be, I don't care where you put your Twitter, I don't care where you put it, put it out there to all your friends. This is the date and time of the school board meeting and show up. The answer is no more complicated than that. Will it ensure that there's not a mask mandate in your school? It will not. Will it ensure that you did everything you could to prevent one? It will. You could change things. That's all I can guarantee. But yes, go to your school boards, publicize it, get it out on social media. Here's our second Hey Dan. This is from KS0002 on my Rumble account. Advice on how to put yourself out there to fight for freedom when you're an introvert. Well, that's a great question. One of the reasons I picked this one, Guy gave me a whole bunch to pick, um, is because I, I'm an introvert. You may laugh. You may say, oh, he's being silly. No, I, I'm not. I'm, ask anyone who knows me really well. Like, not many people know me. My friend Brian and my wife and maybe my two brothers, they know me really, really well. I am an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. I know that sounds weird given my public profile, but I'm very uncomfortable in social situations. As a matter of fact, I come home from events. You want to, this is real. I'm not trying to be like coy or silly or anything like that. But uh, I'll come home from events, speaking engagements, and you know, you meet thousands of people out there, whether it's Turning Point or book signings I did. And I'll say to my wife, gosh, why am I so awkward in public? Serious. I say it all the time. Paula can tell you, if she was here, she'd vouch for me. I'm like, why are you such a weirdo? I'm just like so awkward. And so you're asking me on how to, how to beat the introvert. And the answer is, you know, the Nike thing, just do it. You just got to do it. When I ran for, I, I don't know any other, there's a simple, it's the best part about these questions is the answers are simple. Complicated answers violate Occam's razor, right? Keep it simple, stupid. You have to do it. And here's how I got over it. When I ran for office for the Senate for the first time, I used to walk into these GOP events and you have no idea for an introvert. Well, you would, you're an introvert how uncomfortable that is. Like, oh my gosh, I'm in this, I don't know what to do. Here's what I used to say to myself. Nobody cares. The problem with introverts is, believe it or not, we tend to be, and I don't mean this in a, in a mean, condescending way, we tend to be self-centered. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it that like we think everybody's looking at us and like everything we do and oh my gosh, is it? nobody cares. Nobody cares. I used to go to events, walk in the room by myself as a candidate. I had no staff. I was running for Senate. We had no money, no campaign funds at all. I traveled all over Maryland, randomly walking into events where people had no idea who I was. Remember, I didn't have a public profile back then. I wasn't on Fox or anything. And I just used to walk in the door and say to myself, nobody cares. Stop pretending that everybody's watching and nobody cares. Just do it. Get over it and do it. You want to lose your country? Just do it. That's my best advice for you. Nobody cares. All right. The next Hey Dan says, Hey Dan, what do you think will happen with the 1-6 commission? Can they proceed without Republicans? This is from Don. Uh, they can. They will. I think the 1-6 commission is going to be used as a devastating cudgel to Republicans throughout the 2022 and 2024 election. What do I mean? I think they are going to call witnesses and subpoena people. They're going to subpoena anyone with any connection to 1-6, January 6th at all. Meaning, again, you sent a birthday card to your wife who was born on the 6th or your mom or whatever it may be, and then you donate it to Donald Trump, you'll get a Nancy Pelosi subpoena. Why? They want to scare you from donating in 2022 or 2024. They will also bring people up to tell stories about 1-6 all throughout the election meant to keep it in front of the American eye. And excuse me, related to the beginning of the show when I talked about opportunity costs, 
The Democrats aren't concerned about the immigration crisis, the coronavirus crisis at the border. They're not concerned about the fentanyl crisis, murders in American cities, our nation's capital descending into total madness. It was another shooting last night in the middle of a high-end area, D.C. They're not concerned about any of that. The Democrats want to spend all their time on January 6th to remind people that Republicans are conspiracy theory tyrants. That's all they want to do. And they don't care about anything else. The lost opportunities here to fix the country are amazing. So, no, they will use January 6th as a weapon. All right, here's an interesting one that's caused a ton of confusion. How do I know that? Because it's not just Rumble questions. Again, if you want to submit a question, rumble.com slash Bongino. Follow the account. Submit the questions on, on Thursday. We will get to them on Friday. I keep talking about on my show, and I, I, it kind of reminds me of my old, Joe, remember the Clinton surplus episodes? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. When I would yeah. discuss how there was no Bill Clinton surplus. Clinton, yeah, and he people left with the surplus. Yeah, right. He left with the surplus. Right, exactly. We talked yeah. about this all the time. And I would get emails from listeners who, I'm not kidding, were genuinely ticked off. They'd be like, Dan, stop, why are you talking about the Bill Clinton surplus during the Obama era? Because that's when the show started. There's always a bigger point, folks. It's the same reason I keep covering how trickle-down economics is not a thing. Because the Democrats are very, very good at using a talking point to gaslight people. And when you interrupt the talking point, the whole narrative falls apart. This may seem like a small, ridiculous thing. It's not. The Democrats have used the fake Clinton surplus. There was never a Clinton surplus. Go watch the old shows. You want to understand why I don't have the time for it. It's not. It's a mathematical impossibility. The national debt rose every year, the Bill Clinton administration. That makes it mathematically impossible for him to run a surplus. Okay, they use that talking point always to give credence to the idea that Democrats are fiscally conservative. They aren't. It's not true. They do the same thing with trickle down economics. The question here from uh, JP Bills fan one is, Dan, can you elaborate more on the podcast? Why there's no trickle down theory? My understanding's flawed. Great question. The reason I debunk trickle down is it's not a theory. It's a leftist talking point. Trickle down is an insult left. The left uses for us. It's an insult. Trickle down is meant to remember. We're all visual. It's meant to create a, 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 a vision in your eyes of these wealthy, rich people spread, spreading the shanks from uh, the, the scraps from Longshanks table. Remember Braveheart? Get the scraps from Longshanks table. The rich people eat. You get the crumbs. The rich people are living like fat cats and you get a few dollars here and then. That is not what's happening. There's a reason they call it trickle down because it's meant to be an insult against small government conservatives like us. It's not a theory. Sorry, I mean, I mean, sound mad at you. It's a great question. A theory is a testable hypothesis. There is no trickle down theory. Thomas Sowell has dared any economist out there to produce a textbook, a paper with the theory of trickle down. There isn't one. It's made up. It's meant as a pejorative talking point to make us look like wealthy fat cats who don't care about the middle class. And the way to stop it is to ask any leftist who talks about trickle down to cite the exact trickle down theory they're talking about, not the talking point. Not the Reagan cutting texture. That's not what it is. They won't because they made it up. That's why it's important. But very good question. Finally, last one. It says this is from AT. 
says, Dan, I, I just recently got interested in politics. What can I do to get involved and make my voice heard? Great question. You know, this one's a little sentimental for me because it is, I got involved in politics in 2008, in November. You remember when Obama won the election? The date was November 4th, 2008. So what can you do to get involved? You can do what I did just four days after November 4th, 2008. This is the actual email. It's a portion of it. It's a long email, so I can't read the whole thing. This is from my email account. This is an actual screenshot. Screenshot, Like Joe Biden says, it's not a joke. It really isn't. Saturday, November 8th, 2008, 3.51 p.m., four days after Obama won. It took me four days to write this. You'll notice the two, I took out the guy's email, the first portion of it, but the, uh, the email address ends with aagop.com. This is my first foray into politics. Not kidding. AAGOP stands for Anne Arundel County GOP. Anne Arundel County is where I lived in Maryland. I was a Secret Service agent at the time. And four days after Obama won, it took me four days to put this together, I sent this to the head of the Anne Arundel County GOP. I found this, I found this email online. You can do this too. How to get involved? Just find your local Republican Party. Here's what I wrote. I gave him a little bit of my life story in the beginning, which we don't need to relitigate here. And I said, there's nothing spectacular about my circumstances. I was not raised with the proverbial silver spoon in my mouth. And I've been privileged enough to have lived and socialized with all spectrums of socioeconomic classes. I spelt that wrong, spectrum. This is the actual email. I'm astounded speaking to my neighbors and lifelong friends how many of them chose to vote Democrat in this last election. What happened to our once great party? I said, well, after an autopsy, I, as I'm sure many others are, have come to some conclusions. We've won the battle of ideas. This is a fact, exclamation point. Most of the Democratic victors ran on our principles. The majority of Americans are center-right and agree with the founding principles of the Republican Party. Again, sent November 8th, 2008, four days after Obama won. What have I told you over and over and over again? Proving to you today, you're not wasting your time and I'm not speaking to you with forked tongue. I've said to you, we don't have a message problem. We have a messaging problem. The Democrats actually run on our message. We just have terrible messengers on the Republican side. That's why we need you to run and you to find good candidates. That email I sent to a guy named Jerry at the Anne Arundel County GOP is the only reason I'm here talking to you today on this podcast, on the radio, and on Fox. It changed everything. He sent me a follow-up email telling me where the local Republican club met. That's when it all started. So how do you get involved? Just send an email. It's no more difficult than that. The best answers are the simplest ones. Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in. I enjoyed that segment. I hope you liked it. We'll do it again next Friday. Again, please subscribe to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. Submit a question. We'll get to them. And please don't miss my show, Unfiltered, Saturday, 10 p.m. We've got a great lineup this week. Michael Anton, you're not going to want to miss him. I'm really looking forward to the show this weekend. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.